0: Oh, my God. I There's only happy reasons to drink this week, right? I mean. This was the week of uh, Drive-By Fruiting's. Yes. Uh, this was the attack of the killer tomatoes. Our uh, ex-president the, <laughs> is giant pussy afraid of fruit. And we
2: can celebrate love.
0: Right. Yes. <laughs> uh, Madison Cawthorn. Wow. Just the implosion. Marjorie Taylor Greene and uh, Lauren Boebert fighting. It's just, it's been a fantastic yep. gift of just a week of comedy gifts. And Alison Gill, Muller, she wrote, was in studio with mm-hmm. us. Uh-huh. And she is hilarious. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm telling you, on every single thing. That's right. Developing a legal story. And, to top it off, Jill Weinbanks. Because, lordy, there were tapes. Yes. We yes. were saying to her, it's like there's a Watergate every two a day. Right? And we were just talking about the difference between the Goldwater era when he went to tell Nixon to resign. And he did. Yeah. And the cowardice of uh, pussitude is the through line of <laughs> this happy hour. The pussitude of uh, Kevin McCarthy. It's
1: fair. Nonetheless, we have two awesome chicks for happy
3: hour we today. We do. Yes. And we were also saying? got um, uh, Rachel Maddow in trouble when we played WTF Donnie with AG on Monday.
0: Oh, yes. We think, yes, that's well because of troth. Troth. Or whatever Donald Trump calls his social media thing that's a big giant failure like him. Troth.
2: Troth. Essential. That's
0: what I said. Isn't that what I said? <laughs> That's what he said. What was that? That's what he called it. Okay. Anyway, it is a fantastic twofer. As you said, two awesome chicks. Yeah. Uh, Allison Gill from Muller. Trof- she wrote. essential. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I found it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jill Winebanks. Enjoy.
3: slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car
2: buying should be.
0: Hi, Allison Gills here. Did you, uh,
3: you're (laughs) like family.
0: Hi. Um, That he said, uh, he said he was placating Liz and paying her lip service. Oh my God. He's such a giant liar. Mm-hmm. Like, we heard the conversation. Yeah. All she said was, she didn't suggest anything. No. Or ask for it. She just said, hey, Kevin, yeah, I'm here. And, you know, do you want to clarify But uh, 25th Amendment, right?
3: That's all she said, pretty mm-hmm. much. hmm Yeah. Yeah, and of course, he, you know, he's going to be like, well, there was a whole conversation before that happened. And no, there, no. no, there wasn't. You literally hear Liz saying, are you on the line? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Just got there.
0: Right. Uh, I love this. Um, Trump isn't really mad, said one source. He's got other things on his mind. Like going to prison?
3: Maybe.
0: Yeah. Um, he accepts Kevin for who he is. It's not like he really trusts him. Oh, so even Trump, the biggest liar in the world, thinks Kevin McCarthy's a big, untrustworthy liar as well. <laughs> um, oh, I love this. A uh, person close to Trump said he isn't upset about McCarthy's remarks unless something else drops. Oh, Lordy, I think there's more tapes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, think- I think there's
1: always going to be more tapes.
0: Right? Yeah.
3: Yeah, oh, I, I'm you, always worried about other things dropping that don't exist. Right,
0: right. I love, yeah, you said, you tweeted that. You said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sleep better tonight than every Republican wondering which of their conversations have been recorded yeah. and when they're going to come out.
3: Mm. That's kind of delicious. That's the best part. Yeah. That's the, really the best part because, yeah. they're, you know, it's a one-party state in D.C. Yeah. Nobody trusts anybody. They've all recorded each other's calls. Oh, don't you wish sure.
0: we were there? We could just give them overstartled response. Oh, is that your alert on your phone? <laughs> oh. Oh.
3: I was a Republican on Friday that had any skeletons in my closet between Marjorie Taylor Greene's testimony, Kevin McCarthy, and then and Cawthorn's lingerie pics. Right. I would be, I mean, Lindsey Graham was probably scared about what was going to come out of the closet that night.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's true. Okay.
3: Outside of Lindsey himself? Yeah.
0: I don't know what you're talking about. I- Allison. Yeah, Wait, where? Where were we? What were we playing? Oh, yes, we one more. We thirteen. Yes, okay. give me another. Copy. I have
1: never asked the president to resign. Mama. So what the book um, said was not true. I never asked the president to resign. Um, exactly. We talked about the ability to win the majority back in Congress. Did you? Looking at. Inflation we haven't seen since the 70s. Gas prices higher mm. than we've ever imagined. Have Crime in our streets and mm. our mm. cities. Mm. A border that's not secure. I'll be oh, going down dear. to the border mm. on, on Monday. A stunt.
3: Really? Distraction. Yeah. Stunt, <laughs> stunt much? Is he going to suggest the 25th Amendment for the border?
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> that's funny. See, that's why she's Allison Gill, and you're not. <laughs> yes. You tweeted, uh, oh, or you retweeted Ali Velshi, you pointed to uh, his and uh, Hugo Lowell's reporting, Um, but uh, Ali said what January 6th members are interested in hearing from McCarthy, reports uh, Hugo Lowell, is why he thought the former president bore responsibility or why he said he admits he has some responsibility because it shows a guilty mind, which are shared I don't know if he's my husband or your man, but Glenn Kirshner on Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Our shared superhero.
3: Glenn. Uh,
0: Yeah, Hugo said January 6th got testimony that Trump chief of staff, Marv Meadows, was told by White House counsel the scheme to have alternate Trump slates of electors in states that he lost would be unlawful. But the White House went ahead anyway, per new court filing. I mean, this new court filing. It's just, I, you know, like we were saying, consciousness of guilt is the
3: one thing that, you know, Glenn was talking about with McCarthy. But mm-hmm. And that's you, huge because yeah. that implicates Mark Meadows right. mm-hmm. as knowing and having corrupt intent and going forward anyway. It doesn't necessarily implicate Trump. We can assume Meadows told Trump, but only Meadows knows if Meadows told Trump. And so now Meadows is in the precarious position of do I come forward and cooperate and tell the committee or tell the department of justice that yeah. I told Trump that so that he takes some of the responsibility and maybe I get a lighter sentence yeah. or do I take the fall for all this? Yeah. That, that statement right there implicates him. Yeah. McCarthy, right. McCarthy. Yeah, or, you, yeah. had, you had
0: a lot of interesting stuff on Twitter. You said people say of the McCarthy tapes, nothing will happen. They don't realize it has happened. The truth came out and that is something who convinced everyone that nothing is ever good enough. Yeah. Um, I know you're talking to me, but that's okay. Who <laughs> <laughs> oh, convinced you, Stephanie? Veruca <laughs> <Baruch> assaults
3: <laughs> No, I understand there's a big difference between seeing arrests and, and accountability as far as arrests yeah. and indictments go and just having the truth, and that's the difference between the Department of Justice and the January 6th Committee, is the January 6th Committee is there to give us the truth. The Justice Department is there to give us accountability. But the truth is accountability, and I think I think before we go into this and before we get too deep into it, we have to decide what our idea of justice is because otherwise, we'll keep moving the goalposts. So is it, for me, it was that there would be an investigation. and yeah. I got that. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. But then people are like, not good enough, I want indictments. And then after the indictments, they'll say, not good enough, I want a conviction. And then after the conviction, yeah. they'll say, not good enough, I want a sentence. And then when the sentence comes, yeah. that's not a long enough sentence. So you have to decide where justice is for you.
0: I do get you know, a lot of our legal lads and ladies, friends of ours, saying, you know, it's the old like you don't want to aim at the king and miss you know like that you Uh, the worst thing would be to to not be ready I don't know I'm like aim at the
3: king (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, the worst
3: I think would be to not aim at the king at all not to not take a shot would be the worst
0: true you said the part that stood out to me was when McCarthy says the Senate would probably impeach Trump even after he was out of office that by the way was the only reason Senate Republicans gave for acquitting. what changed their minds Mm. yeah I mean none of it makes any sense
3: no, uh, unless you go back to that old good old RNC hack by uh, no. by a cozy and fancy bear. What do they have on them? Uh, what, yeah. what when when McCarthy went down to kiss the ring at Mar-a-Lago, he didn't just go down. Yeah, because uh, he had already said those things that he wanted to do. We know that he did, and that was in his mind. He thought they would get 17 votes to convict him in the Senate. So, what did Trump say to him or show to him? Yeah. Uh, when he was in Mar-a-Lago, to, to pressure him to change his mind. And is that obstruction of justice? Same with what happened with Lindsey Graham and the Lynx By the way, one day. do you think
0: we're ever going to find out what came from the RNC hack? And will it be before the midterms? Because that would be delicious.
3: <laughs> mm. <laughs> probably not. It's probably a national security uh, yeah. kind of a situation, which we never, ever learn anything about. Yeah.
0: Well, you have a lot of speculation about uh, what you said. What does Liz Cheney have on the rest of them? You said, my question is when McCarthy was kicking Cheney out of her leadership role, why didn't she release this tape? Did she think it would come in handy later? Liz playing the wrong long game, Mm -hmm. y'all. Yeah. And now we're hearing that it may have been Elise, Elise Stefanik who released the tape to try and undermine McCarthy. I could not be a bigger bag of rats. Could not be more awful. All of you fight, 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 fight. <laughs> for mine and M- Ag's entertainment you pleasure. You have
3: rat sounds. Of course you do. <laughs> Those are the actual ones that were in my house.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Okay. You, you, lo- you love this moment too. You said, ooh, Marjorie Taylor. was asked if she said Pelosi was a traitor. She said no. Then the lawyer said, okay, let's pull up this exhibit. And MTG says, oh, wait, wait, wait.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> Watch out for
0: that perjury. I mean, Glenn Kirshner said this to us Friday, right? That they may be setting perjury traps, you know, whether January 6th committee or or,
3: uh, whoever, right? Mm. Because. Yeah, but I mean, that's like saying the Circle K is a shoplifting trap. If you're a criminal. (laughs) Sure. But, you know, I don't know, because I don't think I honestly don't think that she perjured herself. I mean if, if if Sessions didn't perjure himself When he said I did not meet with any Russians I do not recall That's a very good way to get out of perjury It's a high high bar It's a very high bar uh, for perjury So um, we'll see how that goes for It's a civil thing So it's yeah. not necessarily a criminal thing But uh, I think And unfortunately I, I hate to say this here Amongst all of y'all But I think Marjorie Taylor Green won that day She got Night. her message to her base She Night. didn't technically perjure herself probably uh, it would be very hard Isn't to prove. is the
0: slimiest? Like, you don't even have to take the fifth. Just keep saying, I don't recall. I don't remember. Don't recall. Don't remember. And it. It. it, it but Rood is right. What a coward, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and also, she posted a tweet. Was it yes Saturday. Saturday. Declaring that today and every day is 1776. Hours after denying under oath, she knew the term was sometimes used as a far-right shorthand for violent uprising. Mm. I mean... You're a human just trolling right Chris yeah. just owning yeah. the libs every second of every day Absolutely. how do I troll they're not there to legislate they're not there to govern
3: right no they're there to rip the government to, to make it small enough to drown in the bathtub as they say
4: yeah they're basically far-right uh, talk show hosts you know in, in on Capitol Hill That's Marjorie
3: they... Taylor uh-huh. Sporkfoot, shortly after
0: eating her Kentucky fried chicken <laughs> coleslaw and mashed potatoes Did you say with s- separate sporks spork foot. spork foot spork foot just spork feet, feet. <laughs> They're sporks. Okay. Which means you don't have to mix your coleslaw and your mashed got, potatoes. Got, right, baby. because she's got two of them. Yeah. Okay. All right. And also they make excellent uh, clam rakes. Okay. So We're
4: clan. really mature yeah
3: <laughs> Twelve.
4: Please. When you uh, were notified that people had entered the Capitol illegally, did you also understand at that point that there had been violence at the Capitol?
3: I only knew what I was told. I'd heard I'd heard a gunshot, we all heard it, oh, and um, we were so confused, we thought Antifa was breaking in, or BLM, mm, because sure. of, those were the riots that had gone on and on all throughout 2020, day in and day out. Uh, just horrible riots all over the country, and that was the only thing that made sense to most of us.
0: There you go. Got her trolling talking point in. That's
3: right. Okay. Not the, the only thing that made sense to all of us, except uh-huh. for the fact that everyone that was there that day was MAGA. Right. Everyone yeah. outside when she showed up yeah. to work Which was Which is MAGA. why automatically
0: and, we thought it was Antifa.
3: And my follow-up question would have been like, well, are, uh, you have said that the people in prison right now are political... Prisoners. Prisoners. Yes. Mm-hmm. The Antifa political prisoners? Are you, you pro-Antifa now? But, hmm. Yeah. No. Okay.
0: All right. Chairman Schiff on marjorie taylor well it, it looks footer. like
4: uh, we're getting a real sense of what her testimony would look and sound like and there would be a considerable failure of recollection uh on some very key <laughs> things uh, it's hard to imagine if you were calling for the imposition of martial law uh to overturn an election that you wouldn't remember doing so um but uh but look uh, as we are reminded again so vividly this week there are a number of members probably Kevin mccarthy principally among them with very relevant information about our investigation.
0: Yes, Chairman Schiff, go on, please.
4: I think listening to just the excerpt she played where she has a failure of recollection about her conversations uh, raises uh, serious questions about what she knew about the propensity for violence on that day. Uh, I'm not ready to draw a conclusion. uh, And as a member of the committee, we are reserving judgment until we hear all the evidence about the role that members played but she is certainly a person of interest uh, to our investigation.
0: Um, I would not like to exercise caution. I would like to say that you You're are a... You're lying sack of crap. Okay. You're a lying sack of crap. We're not about the caution. You're a lying, no. scheming, stinky, nasty
4: sack of liquid crap. Like,
0: if, we, if they redo the heat with you and me, which I'm pretty sure they will. I'm definitely going to be Melissa McCarthy because I'm the hothead. I'm bad cop. Mm. Allison's good cop. Okay, yeah. She's calm cop. <laughs> and I'm a and I'm spazzy cop. Uh-huh. Yes, <laughs>
3: Okay, can uh, we be boat cops? Can I'm someone be, that would drop my gun and shoot cops, someone like, by like accident like postal service boat cops yeah. where we, where yeah. we get Freeze. bannon on a yacht right again yes we get we
0: take bannon off his Chinese billionaire yacht
3: and then just party on the yacht for uh-huh. the rest of the day yeah. Yeah. right
0: yeah. except that I'm like, I can't sw- help. 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 help help. I can't swim.
1: but you can swim I can't swim. You have help. a pool
0: it's you can stand anywhere uh, it's a that. yacht
1: You're it's very a
3: stupid far waiting pool what Why are you drowning? I
0: I could panic and drown in my... Oh, I forgot it's a waiting pool. I could just Uh stand up. Okay. All right. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Help me. Help.
4: Oh, thank you. Oh, I can stand. Never mind.
3: I'm going to call you Troop Beverly Hills from now on.
4: (laughs) (laughs) One more show. She and others uh, uh, who played a role in January 6th. I'm speaking at the rally. uh, Others meeting with the organizers, uh, such as that meeting that she just described uh, walking out of in that clip. Um, these people have relevant information mm-hmm. about the mm-hmm. first effort in our history to stop the peaceful transfer of power uh and uh and they they ought to do their duty, but of course uh, it doesn't appear that 's at all what they have in mind
0: How would you compel her to talk? Would you put the Kentucky Fried chicken coleslaw and mashed potatoes just like just out of reach of her spork? <laughs> just like come on can you tell us the truth we 'll hear look
3: uh well um the, the Department of Justice has a better chance of compelling yeah. her to talk yeah. W- yeah, with threats of crimes. I mean, and civil contempt, not congressional contempt, which for some reason should be the same threat uh, because of yeah. the balance of powers, but isn't.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.
0: Hi, good morning Watergate prosecutor! Good banks.
2: morning. How are you, my <laughs> biking friend?
0: I'm <laughs> <laughs> fine. Uh, you know, you made such a great point on Twitter talking about all these, Kevin. So, the Lordy, there's more tapes. There's Lordy, there's so many tapes. But the McCarthy tapes, you said, this made me feel like I did in 1973 when Butterfield testified there were tapes. They ended the Nixon presidency. The difference is that Republicans didn't just say to each other that Nixon should resign. They told him if he didn't, he'd be convicted on impeachment charges. Hello, Barry Goldwater learn <laughs> looming over me yep Uh, this is why we're soulmates because who knew right that my dad's running mate is the one that went to nixon and said you got to resign but look at the the cowardice of this party jill in relation to that republican party of my dad and goldwater right is that kevin mccarthy said it but then you know to trump he didn't have the courage to say it or actually do it
2: exactly it's one thing to say to yourself It's another thing to actually carry it out and do it. And that's the difference between when there was actual facts that people paid attention to and people with moral courage to speak truth to power. And now what's happened? They say it to themselves. They say, oh, Gates, he shouldn't be on Twitter. He's saying things that could be illegal. But do they say it to him ever? No, they don't. They say, I'm going to tell the president he has to resign. This is terrible. He's responsible. Yeah. Do they say word one to him? No, they don't.
0: Doesn't it? It must just we all have bombshell fatigue, as I always say, Jill, but you must just feel like there's a Watergate a day. There's like two a day. And it, it, they are impervious to it, this version of the Republican Party. They don't care that they got caught lying. They don't care they're caught on tape. Yeah. They just, I, I mean, it, it's extraordinary, isn't it?
2: It it is. And, you know, one of the reasons I wrote Watergate Girl was because that was a time when democracy worked and justice prevailed. And now I feel so much like we've gone backwards and there's no bipartisanship. Democracy is failing. We came very close to losing it in terms of what happened on January 6th and even more so on the lead up to it, Barb McQuaid, one of my sisters in law for the podcast, wrote a wonderful piece about the Sunday night massacre, which talks about the evidence of how close we came to losing our democracy when Trump tried to fire the acting attorney general and put in Jeff Clark, who was a conspiracy theorist who was willing to lie and say, the Department of Justice found fraud in your state, send in alternative electors. That's that's just that's really terrifying. And it's a real yeah. gap in the Electoral College Act that that might have worked. What the highest levels of
0: our government, that there was someone actually saying Chinese thermostats might be changing votes and <laughs> Dominion machines. I mean, it, it's I it's like Geraldo, I think, is the one that said it like Nixon wouldn't have had to resign if there was a Fox News, oh. this whole right wing swamp, right? They just, there is no conspiracy theory too crazy. There's no lie that they care about. Doesn't matter if they're caught on tape, right?
2: Yeah. Uh, It's, they've all learned from Donald Trump who always deny and deflect. Those are his two rules. You deny, deny, deny. And the other thing is the use of propaganda. It is a, uh, I I recently had a um, conversation with Ruth Ben-Ghiat. Yeah who is absolutely brilliant, wrote the book Strongman. And as she's describing Strongman from Mussolini on, she was describing Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin. And it was, I mean, I was getting goosebumps listening to her because it was so terrifying. Every tactic and strategy they use are the tactics of fascist authoritarian dictators. Yeah, And if we don't indict soon, they're going to get away with it. And yeah. it's time. It's well, time. The Department of Justice must act. I'm tired of waiting. Yeah. As this, in most of America. This
0: right-wing right wing conservative scholar, right, just wrote the editorial about how this 2020 was absolutely a dry run for 2024 yes. I, I, if we don't do something. So this is what I want to ask. That's why I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. I wanted to ask you about the... Um, Discussions involving the Trump White House about using emergency powers have become an important but little known part of the J6 committee's investigation. Mm -hmm. In subpoenas, document requests and court filings, the panel has demanded information about any Trump administration plans to use emergency presidential powers to invoke martial law or take other steps to overturn the election. Um, Jamie Raskin said, I consider it important to determine to what extent the president was prepared or preparing to use the Insurrection Act or make use of any other presidential emergency powers. We have to look at how the existence of an arsenal of residual presidential emergency powers threatens the national, the traditional peaceful trans- transfer of power in our country. Something you probably never thought we'd have to talk about or figure out how to codify into law, right?
2: Well, I don't think any of our legislation is geared to the type of person that occupied the White House in the last administration, yeah. which is to say that we've, even Richard Nixon, Basically believed in the rule of law and believed when the Supreme Court said you have to do something that he actually had to do it. He believed in the power of the people. He made a U-turn after firing Cox when the people rose up and said, you can't do this. He went, oh, I can't survive this politically. But you're right now with Fox News and all the other right wing media outlets and people living in silos of information and believing all the stuff that 's propagandized to them it 's a very different circumstance now it isn 't Watergate. This is way worse and much more dangerous for democracy. I never thought democracy was at stake right. and I never expected uh martial law to be declared in an uh, you know for totally phony reasons and so- I- and only
0: in our idiocracy would it be thought of and also misspelled at the same time okay
2: <laughs> only misspelled by a marjorie taylor green exactly right?
0: by the way you said someone should tell Mar- marjorie taylor green saying under oath i don't recall when you do recall is perjury but yes. is there any way but the problem is she's going to get away with this isn't she I mean, she will
2: right it's almost impossible to prove it doesn't mean it's not perjury right when you say i don't remember If there's a way of proving you did, like, you might have actually confessed to someone, I'm going to go in and say that. And remember, during Watergate, one of the crimes was listening to President Nixon say, well, you can always say, I don't remember, I don't recall, even if you do. And that was subornation of perjury by advising someone to say that when you knew that they remembered. So, you know, it is sometimes you can prove it but most often it's very hard to prove someone actually remembers something they say they don't remember as opposed to saying i like mccarthy did yeah i never said that and then you have a tape where he's saying it yeah that's one thing and it's understandable i don't remember if i said it he could have gotten away with
0: it it's understandable that you wouldn't remember you told the president of the united states he should use martial law to overturn the government of the united (laughs) states that's
2: not (laughs) But she misspelled would...
0: Marshall, so right. there's wouldn't, that. Wouldn't stick with you. Yeah. Right. Oh, and I love this. Is speaking of Fox News, did you see the Chiron? I think Laura Ingram interviewed her, uh-huh. and they spelled Marshall Law" the way Marjorie Taylor Greene spelled yeah. it on the Chiron, just yes. to make sure that everybody is as stupid as yep. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Um, okay. So, yeah, this is what I wanted to ask you about, this Marshall Wall thing. So, unlike many other countries, I didn't know this. The United States does not grant presidents e- express emergency right. powers in its constitution. Instead, presidents rely on several acts of Congress to provide emergency authority. The most sweeping is the National Emergencies Act, a 1976 law that allows a president to declare a national emergency at will. Trump declared more national emergencies than any president in a four-year period, including the one that authorized the building of the wall that Congress had declined to fund. So this is why, and John Kelly, by the way, is quoted as saying, other advisors are wasting their time by telling Trump some of their ideas were against the law. He doesn't care, Kelly said. I mean, I, right. So anyway, the emergency statutes were not intended to allow at president to challenge election results. Um, so uh, and the presidential emergency sta- um, statutes contain fundamental flaws that could lead to abuse is what they're looking at now.
2: Well, right. You know, one thing I've learned as a prosecutor is that any law can be gotten around particularly if you don't care about getting caught or being guilty. Um, and there is no law that can prevent wrongdoing by totally corrupt people. And so when you have elected a person like Donald Trump who does not care about the law and has always felt he was above it and would get away with it, it's very hard to control. And it, it, our emergency powers were really intended to be used by governors in a state it's it's really more a state power and you know but you shouldn't have to pass laws worrying about well will we have a corrupt person who might abuse this power but i think right now as we look to amend things like the electoral count act or emergency acts we're going to have to consider what would happen if you have a crazy person in office who is willing to do anything to stay in power yeah. And will abuse that authority that he's given. So we are going to have to be careful about having congressional oversight, and uh, which is one of the reasons it's so important that the Department of Justice indict people for obstruction of Congress, because otherwise they cannot do their job of oversight.
0: Yeah, let me a couple more things I want to ask. The House Select Committee um, has been focusing on the financial practices of the Republican National Committee, and staffers are coming forward to testify. Um, once that that means the committee has more insight than is previously known in the Republican Party's activity in the lead up to January 6th, the interviews underscore the select committee's interest in how political messaging by the national GOP, which partnered with the Trump campaign, may have stoked falsehoods about the 2020 election. So what would be their legal culpability? Because it's true. They stoked these same election lies, right?
2: It's, you know, it, it will take a lot um, obviously perjury is not in play unless you do it under oath uh, even though you're you know lying to the public that's not a crime so what is their responsibility well there could be civil liability there's always that possibility that if you stoked the violence you're responsible for the consequences of it and that that could be an issue so well, it's gonna take some creative legal thinking to hold all the people who are involved in the consequences of the big lie. Yeah, And yeah. I hope they are because it's the only way to stop them. I think things like the Dominion and Smartmatic lawsuits against Fox may have a, a serious impact on how they report the news. Okay. Will they be more careful in not promoting conspiracy theories and blatant lies, things they know are false, or that any reasonable person should have known was false and therefore you can't say it because there are consequences
0: all right at the bottom of our legal stack is the omg wtf uh stack okay the grand jury hearing evidence against the trump organization is set to expire this week uh, amid reports that manhattan district attorney alvin bragg will not apply for an extension uh, so obviously we already the two prosecutors resigned. They the resignation letter um, said they believe they'd accumulated enough evidence to charge Trump with multiple felonies related to falsifying business record. Pomerantz told Bragg he personally harbors no doubt whether Trump committed crimes. He did. Um, so here we are where they tried to he tried to say, no, it's ongoing, but it certainly doesn't look like it does it.
2: It is definitely does not look like it's ongoing. Number one, he returned all the documents that Michael Cohn had provided. Those have been returned to Michael Cohn. If you have an ongoing investigation, you wouldn't have returned them. The fact that the grand jury is expiring and there's no evidence of a renewal is another clue. It is inexplicable to me because the crime seems self-evident. It's also inexplicable to me why there hasn't been an announcement about The audit. Donald Trump has been under audit since 2015 when he announced and said, I can't give you my records, which is a lie, of course, could have. But he's saying, you know, I'm under audit. Well, no audit takes this long. Either the department and Donald Trump need to announce it's over and there's no liability or they need to take action to collect the debt that he probably owes to the United States of America. And there are all these other cases pending that you go, like, what's taking so long? Yeah. And, and it seems yeah. so clear
0: to the layperson that he committed insurance fraud, bank fraud, tax fraud. I just, I cannot explain what's happened with. And it doesn't sound like, quite honestly, like Cy Vance did much about the Trump crime breaking well, and then, you know, p- passed the bag to brag. And I, I don't know. I, I can't explain what happened. Can you? He
2: did. I mean, according to what I'm understanding, is that he basically said to the two prosecutors, take this and get all the evidence into the grand jury. And they ran out of time before he left office. And so they didn't return indictments with full expectation that Bragg would see the evidence the same way Vance did and would approve an indictment. Um, you know, Why did they not push it faster while Vance was still in office? Well, that is a question I have to admit. Um, and, and another thing you learn as a prosecutor is you could investigate forever and wait for the perfect case. Yeah, there is no such thing. And when you have crimes that are what we would call low hanging fruit, things you see in plain sight, right. things that, as you point out, we've all seen. We don't need to know what the grand jury knows. I've seen enough in the public record to say, I think there's an indictable case. Yeah. And yes, if there's one Trump supporter on the jury, maybe they won't convict. But remember, Manafort had a Trumper on the jury who voted to convict him on all counts because she said, as a juror, I was sworn to pay attention to the evidence, and the evidence was clear. He was guilty. Okay, real quick.
0: yeah. Real quick, it's just one, you know, a side note from here. A state judge in New York has determined that Cushman and Wakefield, a global real estate corporation, lied and broke its own internal policies to help the Trump organization inflate the value of its assets to fraudulently secure better loan deals. The judge's surprising assertions were included in his court order yesterday, which he formally directed them to turn over documents to Tish James. Um, is, what do you make of Tish James' case real quick?
2: I think it looks like a good case. Um, it's not criminal because her authority is civil, but any accountability is important at this point. Yeah. And I, I, as you said, for all of us, it seems obvious that he's been playing the numbers, that he gets a benefit by saying it's not worth very much in terms of paying taxes. And then he goes and says, oh, yeah, I it's worth five times that Eleven billion. At, yeah yes. exactly so he just makes up the numbers and uh i'm sorry cushman and wakefield is an otherwise reputable firm but it does seem like they were in his thrall and yeah. did the wrong thing so well, they be held accountable too
0: that's going to be the story the people that just destroyed their reputations did whatever they did for donald trump it's just amazing Amazing. All right. So a man that's afraid of fruit. Anyway, let's just leave that there. (laughs) Thank you, Jill. Uh, Sisters-in-Law is the fantastic hit podcast. Get it. And the book is Watergate Girl. We love you, Jill. See you next time. Thank
2: you so much. Love you, too. All right. Bye, honey.